when the world is burning down or life isn't going as expected, what's the best way to react? We're going to get into that and more in today's episode. So stay tuned for some greatness. This is the Investor Mindset Podcast, and I'm Stephen Pesavento. For as long as I can remember, I've been obsessed with understanding how we can think better, how we can be better, and how we can do better. And each episode, we explore lessons on motivation and mindset from the most successful real estate investors and entrepreneurs in the nation. If you're someone who's interested in investing in institutional quality multifamily opportunities, then I highly encourage you to listen up. We're very excited to announce that we've partnered with one of the top tier institutional operators in the country who has over a million units under management, over $1 billion of assets under management. And this team is coming together with a specific purpose to buy units across nine different cities within the Sunbelt region from Charlotte to Denver and from Dallas to Nashville and multiple cities in between. They have a proprietary business plan to be able to go purchase these high quality B-class assets, reposition them and roll them up over the hold period to actually turning this into the first faith-driven REIT in history, which means they're actually going to exit this by selling this as a REIT. And it's an incredible opportunity to not only make a phenomenal income, but to be able to make an impact by driving real change within communities, by being able to help build stronger apartment communities. One of the biggest problems that we're seeing in our country today is a epidemic of loneliness. Over 75% of men and women are feeling lonely often or always in their life right now. And over 54% of people in apartment complexes don't have any friends that are within their complex. But the, the group that is a part of this organization is a specialist in building real quality communities and ends up having those numbers go from 54% not having any friends within the community to 75% of people having friends within the community and ends up leading to significantly better business outcomes, as well as better communities and better lives for the residents. So this sounds like something that you're interested in investing in and you're an accredited investor. I encourage you to learn more by going over to vonfinch.com slash waymaker, and you can find out a lot more and you can have an opportunity to request access to this opportunity. And I look forward to being able to serve you and continue to serve all the people we're going to make an impact on through this investment. Welcome back to the Investor Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Pesavento, and each week we share mindset tips and investing strategies to help you take your life and business to the next level. And today we're going to be talking about the importance of flexibility. And obviously, in a world of uncertainty, the only thing that we can be certain about is that change is happening and it will always continue to happen. And that really leads us to developing this skill set and this set of values that will undoubtedly make your life more enjoyable, and in the end, lead to much, much more productivity. And what that value is, is flexibility. And what it really comes down to is accepting things as they are. The first and foremost, most important thing that you can do to be more flexible is in the moment that something happens that you don't like or that you weren't expecting to happen, to as quickly as you possibly can recognize things as they are, not worse than they are, not better than they are, 
but just as they are. And if you're going to lean towards either of those directions, then make sure you're looking at them just a little bit better than they are, but be realistic and then accept them. That doesn't mean you have to accept the behavior. That doesn't mean you have to like it, but what it does mean is accept that it's happened. And the quicker that you can come to that acceptance leads you right directly into being more flexible. Because when you realize that you can't change what has already happened, but you can accept it, move on and change the way that you're going to react to it, it's going to end up making you feel a lot stronger and a lot more emotionally resilient to be able to move through life's challenges that are going to happen every single day. The second thing is to change your expectations into a feeling of appreciation. So when you can go from this place of having an expectation that something is going to be a certain way, or it's going to have to, you know, feel like this, or it's going to have to look like that, or it has to be perfect or this or that, or any of the stories that we tell ourselves, if in that moment, even with a high standard, even with you know, a feeling like, you know, I feel like I could do better or I feel like they could do better. It's coming to a place of what can I appreciate about this? The point is not to lower your standard, but it's in that moment of changing that expectation into appreciation because through appreciation, you're going to be in a much better state, which we talked about in a previous episode to be able to then actually make some of those standards that you have come to life. There's nothing wrong with having a high standard. There's nothing wrong with expecting greatness from yourself and from the world. But in the moment where greatness does not show up, it's important to first accept it and then to just appreciate what is because, you know, you got to you got to ask yourself third, a better question. And that one of those better questions could be what's actually good about this? What could this do for me in my life that I would have never expected? Or how am I actually guided right here in this moment to experience this challenge? I know this stuff can sometimes seem a little cheesy, but the point being is that through asking ourselves a different question, we actually trigger our subconscious mind to answer a different question. If we ask ourselves, what's wrong with us? What's wrong with us? What's wrong with us? We're going to get an answer that is not going to actually help serve us to do better in the world. But if we ask ourselves, what could I do differently in the future? How could my life be different if I took different action? What can I appreciate about this moment? What could I appreciate about the baby crying? Or what could I appreciate about this not going as planned or the flight getting canceled? Well, there's so many things that you can find those answers to when you start asking yourself those questions and start bringing your brain to that place. It's going to end up getting you again into a better emotional state. And the final one that I want to talk about here, the final one that I think will make a really, really big difference, it's a tough one to implement, but it's only as tough as deciding and remembering to pull yourself right back to it in that moment. And it's the 60 second rule. The idea of the 60 second rule, it could be the five minute rule. It could start out at the 60 minute rule. It might start at the 60 day rule, but it's in that moment that when life happens and you're feeling that frustration, that anger, whatever that is, that you feel that feeling for 60 seconds, you feel it fully. You feel that anger. You feel upset. You feel sad. You feel betrayed. You feel whatever that feeling is for you. And in that moment, you pause. You acknowledge that feeling, you feel it fully, and then you let it go. And the reason that you let it go is so that you can move on from it so that you can actually move into, again, a state of mind to be able to move forward more effectively, to be able to do things 
and show up in a way that's actually going to end up solving whatever that problem is. You know, for many of us, like I joked about the 60 day thing, but for some of us, it, you know, we might be, you know, 50 years old and still, you know, upset about something that happened 30 years ago. You know, how about maybe now would be a good time to let that go. Maybe now would be a good time to move on from that. Maybe the biggest lesson to learn is that if we can let go of it earlier, we can actually suffer less and we can actually kill that monster when it's a little, little tiny baby instead of letting it grow for all those years, which makes it much tougher, not impossible, but much tougher to be able to get that change to happen in that moment. So all of these things from, you know, accepting things as they are to changing the expectation to asking yourself some better questions to using the 60 second rule, all of these are strategies that are going to help you be able to be more flexible, be able to work with that uncertainty because truthfully, the quality of your life is direct proportion to the amount of uncertainty that you can experience in your life, the amount of uncertainty that you can show up to and handle and be able to move through. So let's find ways for ourselves to be able to deal with more of that uncertainty, more of the craziness that happens in the world in the moment so that we can feel better and, you know, start showing up more as ourselves. So let me know down in the comments below or on LinkedIn or social media, what benefits have you gotten from being more flexible in your life? If this is something that you've applied, I'd love to hear from you. And I'd love to hear how that's made a difference for you. So as a reminder, if you're just joining us, make sure you hit that subscribe button so you never miss another episode. And thanks so much for joining us. I look forward to seeing you on the next one. Thank you for listening to the Investor Mindset Podcast. If you like what you heard, make sure to rate, review, subscribe, and share it with a friend. Head over to theinvestormindset.com to join the Insider Club, where we share tools and strategies from the top investors and entrepreneurs on how to take it to the next level.